Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining this live broadcast. And for those that are listening on the podcast, welcome to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. Uh, I'm going to wait till a couple people get on here on the live stream. I was on earlier and I got interrupted by a very important incoming call that I had to take. So I apologize if you were watching the earlier live stream. But welcome, Remnant Warriors. Welcome to Gideon's 300. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a busy day. Uh, we've been out here meeting with people as we usually do and talking about different types of issues. But uh, what I was talking about earlier and what I want to continue to talk about today is the very troubling um, scenario that we're talking about right now, which is these vaccine passports. What the heck are they? You know, when I first heard about them, I thought maybe it was just, uh, you know, overhype or, you know, maybe people were kind of taking it out of context. But I actually looked into the vaccine passports and found out that, no, there's actually three companies that are in the process of making these right now. And these are legitimate companies like Clear and uh, some of the airlines are involved in this one that they're saying is, is going to be used by all airlines. And so I put a story out on rmntnews.com. You can go there, www.rmntnews.com, or you can go to toddcoconato.com and read that story. Uh, about the passports, we put two stories up about them, actually, so that you can be informed. But what I would suggest that you do uh, with this particular subject matter is call uh, your your governor's office. Call your governors and, and tell and demand the governors, especially if they're Republican governors. They should all be following suit with what Ron DeSantis did down in Florida. Uh, out there, Governor Abbott in Texas today also came out and said that he's going to be uh, opposing uh, vaccine passports, but every governor, whether they're Republican or Democrat, should be. If, they, if if it was a perfect world, I mean, the fact that we're even considering these things is ridiculous. Uh, and yet here we are. And when we talk about some of these matters, especially with Christians, uh, people are just like, I mean, every alarm bell should be going off. Now, again, I, I have come out yesterday and said I do not believe that they are the mark of the beast, as some people are saying. But I certainly think it could be a precursor. Or, um, you know, something where they're developing this type of technology that later on the back end, uh, they could do uh, some, some what they call is uh, on the back end, they said, uh, where they add functionalities to these platforms that are already established. So I don't want to talk about it again as a full show because we already talked about it yesterday and I did two articles on it. But it's still something that's extremely pressing and important. And uh, I know that I had posted earlier about Tennessee uh, and Governor Bill Lee, who is a Christian, uh, you know, coming out and mentioning them this morning, which I was encouraged. But I've come to find out from friends that are activists here in Tennessee that uh, Governor Lee's bill or what he's suggesting uh, is not um, far reaching enough as far as the uh, banning of these. In other words, what, what the governor, uh, what the president Biden, I don't like to call him the president, I think he's an illegitimate president, but Biden, what he's suggesting is that the government will not sanction or mandate vaccine passports. And, and then, you know, what that means is that he's going to rely on the private sector. What they don't say is, is that these corporations, how many people are employed nationally uh, by big corporations? And we've seen even recently with Major League Baseball, you know, Coca-Cola, uh, Delta Airlines, some of these other corporations, AT&T, uh, that are out there. Um, hold on, I'm just reading somebody's uh, comment here. Uh, you know, is, is that these, these organizations are, are, are going out there and standing for these progressive causes, which really aren't progressive at all. They're leftist, socialist, communists. Uh, you know, and, and, they're, and so we have to push back. And that's when President Trump came out with a statement yesterday uh, suggesting just that, is that we are careful in the way that we uh, spend our money and that we don't uh, buy product and goods from these corporations that are going woke uh, and, and publicly coming out and taking a stance against at least 80 million Americans and our beliefs. And so we have to push back. You know, we have to wake up really as a community, guys. Uh, I can't really say it any more bluntly. We have to wake up and push back against this very scary um, agenda that they're trying to do. And, and part of that is this vaccine passport. So it's not good enough if, if, if they're just putting ambiguous legislation together where they're kind of appeasing uh, both sides and really not doing anything with any teeth in the bill. And in Tennessee, that seems to be the case from what I'm hearing from the activists out here in Tennessee is that they're saying that Governor Lee's bill 
is really more ambiguous. It's, and unfortunately, that's because the state legislators have dropped the ball. So this is why we have to keep the pressure on. You have to call your state legislators. Find out who your state legislators are. You know, your state senators and your state congress. And, you know, find out who these people are uh, so that you can understand um, who to call. And everywhere where you live, no matter where you live in the United States, there's somebody that you can call that are your state representatives. And then, of course, there's the federal representatives, which are your congressmen that go to, uh, you know, the, the House of Representatives and, of course, your state senators. But when I say state senators, there's two. There's your two state senators that are federal that go to the Senate. And then you have your your state, your state house and your state Senate. And so it's important that we know that there's both of those working and that it's not just a federal uh, person that you need to call all the time, that you also have your state legislators, which are extremely important because a lot of times they're making a lot of the bills that affect our lives even more than some of the federal government uh, bills. So, uh, you know, we have to become a little bit activists here. I know it's it's kind of annoying and, you know, it's, it, we're all busy when we got kids and, you know, we're trying to do all this different stuff. So uh, just, you know, the, the best you can, guys, uh, I'll tell you, I, I w- I've had favor when I called these offices, I got a real person. I was able to talk. They, they listen to me. Sometimes they'll connect you with the next person up. Sometimes you can even get to, uh, like I did with Marsha Blackburn, I actually got to Marsha Blackburn and talked to her. You know, sometimes you, you get a gatekeeper. Sometimes you get somebody from the office. But make sure your voice is heard because people ask me every day, the biggest question I get, what can I do? And this is what we need to be doing is we need to make sure that they hear from us, that they hear from the silent majority. We can't be silent anymore. We outnumber them. Like President Trump said, we outnumber them. But for whatever reason, these small groups of people are, are much more vocal. Uh, many of them, unfortunately, are very loud. And they're pushing our country in a direction that we, the majority, we, the people, don't want. And then when we see these draconian things and we see these tyrants and we see these local ordinances and all this stuff and we're like, what the heck just happened? Well, that's what just happened is that this small group of people go in there and unfortunately they're able to, you know, completely shift the narrative. And and it's just a very troubling thing. So we have to push back, guys. So I want to do some questions and answers on today's broadcast. Uh, I know I've been doing a lot of talking recently, a lot of interviews. So uh, let me see if anybody has any questions. Somebody said, uh, Tracy said, how can they make us take a vaccine for 99% cure rate? Well, these are the types of questions that we need to be asking because clearly there's a bigger overarching agenda here. And, and me being a researcher, an investigator, you know, what did I do? I went to their websites themselves. And one of the organizations, which is one of these globalist organizations, is called the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum. I had barely heard about them only a few years ago. And some of my Christian journalist friends started going to Davos. And they said, Todd, you got to hear what these people are saying out in Davos. I said, well, what, you know, why does that concern me? Davos? I don't care what they're saying in Davos. Oh, no, you better listen to this. So what we did was we started listening to these speeches from George Soros. From, and by the way, President Trump went there, I think, twice during his presidency. But, you know, uh, many, many influential people, uh, global, you know, leaders, uh, heads of state, you know, uh, Xi Jinping, um, George Soros, uh, you know, major activist and donor on the left side, um, you know, all these big name people, Klaus Schwab, who runs the World Economic Forum, they're out there presenting their agenda and they're doing it in this in this in this forum at the World Economic Forum. And and a lot of it is what we're seeing now. Now, they were talking about some of these things you know, years ago, uh, I can go back two years, three years ago, when some of the things that we're seeing being implemented now on a global scale were in the initial stages of discussion. So this is a big connector for me. It's a big, you know, all the dots are connecting because I started studying what they said. And I started going to their website. And I did a big, huge story on their website on rmntnews.com. And this is a long time ago. And, and, and you know, it was shocking to me, you know, the COVID-19, they had this like wheel and you can actually find this online. It's like this wheel. And, you know, COVID was a part of it. And then there was all these different branches and they just kept going. It was like you could spend hours on this website, branch, branch, branch. And so, you know, I did. I, I was spending looking and I realized, oh, my gosh, like there's no way. You know, somebody that's been an executive before, it's worked with corporations and things like that in my, in my history as a, as a person, you know, my, my, my uh, background you know, I know you can't just put this type of stuff together overnight. This is this is years in the making. 
I mean, just from the website alone and all the functionalities of the website, you, you try to find a web designer that can put all this together overnight. It's not going to happen. This is lots of copy and lots of you know, information, and all these different links and all these different things. And so th this clearly to me was something that was planned. And so that uh, raised alarms, uh, you know, for me. And I started doing research. And so when you mentioned the vaccine, you know, the vaccine is just one of many different, um, you know, tentacles of this overarching agenda. Now, if you talk about this agenda, you even talk about it, or you mention it, they'll ban you. They'll blow up your channel. They'll take, I mean, they just took down uh, a Christian organization. Now, if they blow up my channel tomorrow, you know, how are you guys going to find me? Are you going to be able to find me? Are you going to come to the website, toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com? You know, because there could be any day, any day where they just take me down. And I tell you guys that, but many people uh, still are not on the alternative site. So I'm just giving you a, a fair warning that at any moment, I pray that you would still find me and I would find you uh, because it's important that we, the remnant group, stay together. This is very, very critical and important information. And if you look at it from a military standpoint, how do they you know, stop people from knowing the truth? Well, they cut off the communication lines. And that's what they've been attempting to do is cut off the communication lines. They want uh, us remnant believers, patriots, conservatives, uh, people out here that, that just you know, sense something is off, something is not right where you're asking this type of question, uh, you're right. And, and they don't want you having the ability to, you know, hear uh, truthful information where we can send you right to the source documents. It's not even, they try to say it's conspiracy or it's fake news. They try to take it down. It's dangerous information, all these different things that they, they label it. But we can send you right to the websites. You can look right on there and see exactly what they're saying. So, you know, when we ask these questions, we're not foolish or stupid people that are asking these questions. We're asking very logical questions, and that's why they can't win in the information war, in the fact war, because we have the facts on our, our site. So what they can do is they'll censor, and that's what they're doing. It's a military strategic thing. What they're doing is trying to cut off the communication lines. That's why we're seeing the censorship at the level that we are, and that's why we're fighting back, just so you guys know, to build out these alternative sites where we can disseminate truth and real information and not be censored by these tech giants. So it's, it's a huge battle, and uh, it, it truly is an information war, really. Uh, and what we're needing to do is set up this infrastructure. So you're, you know, those of you that are able to help financially undergird this, that's, that's part of what you're donating to, and it's very important. Uh, but thank you for asking that question. Uh, let's see what else here. Kimmy said, Todd, is there a way for a private citizen to file a lawsuit against the governor about the election? So I've been asked that several times. And at this point, not really. I mean, you, you could. I mean, you certainly could try. But there's probably not a lot of courts that would give you the standing. And that's one of the biggest issues that we've been dealing with is standing. So, uh, you know, there's different ways that uh, the courts will um, basically be petitioned to, to hear if they're going to, you know, take a lawsuit, if they're going to hear it. And uh, it, there's two different things. There's standing and there's merit. So if they can hear it, you know, do you have the standing to bring the lawsuit? And then, okay, you have the standing, but, you know, based on the merit, you know, are you going to actually win or not? So if that makes sense from a legalese standpoint. So uh, the question that you're asking, Kim, is, is they'll probably throw out our suit based upon standing as they'll say we don't have the standing and it'll take a lot of financial resources as well because we're going up against big corporations and, and the government and, and different types of entities that are heavily funded. So for a private citizen to try to take something on like that at this point, there's really not an open door to do so unless you had some type of uh, you know, standing or merit. One of those two, you have to have both. And uh, that would be very hard to do. Now, if somebody's a lawyer or somebody with a large amount of resources, they might be able to get through. But you got to remember, even President Trump, who's, by the way, a billionaire, uh, you know, who's a businessman, and by the way, was president of the United States, he couldn't even get standing and merit. So it'd be very hard for a private citizen to do so. Now, that being said, don't be discouraged, because we're believing and, and I'm actively actually working with people that are saying that they have new evidence and substantial evidence that they, that's not even an issue, that evidence isn't even an issue, that the, the problem is that they just need people to hear it. So they're working to, to get this information out. That's one of the reasons why these social media sites that are being built out right now are so crucial, critical, and important, because as they build this out, it will give a platform for the information to be disseminated. And once that's out there in the court of public opinion, more and more people will see it 
and that will force the hand of the uh, court system and other uh, law enforcement to have to address it because so many people will blatantly see the evidence, if that makes sense. So that is really the strategy right now that, that the, uh, the good guys, if you will, that are fighting for election integrity and fighting for what just happened are going to use, utilize, is to get this information out there to more people. And what we can do is we can continue to wake people up, share the types of information. When you see a broadcast like this, share the broadcast and let people know about the work that we're doing uh, because we're actively in this battle and then uh, what happens is, is more and more people start hearing and knowing and sharing, and it's just kind of like a snowball effect. That's their worst nightmare. They don't want to see that. If they can see that we're being effective in our communication, if they can see that more and more people are waking up, that's their biggest nightmare. So they don't want that to happen. That's where they're trying to censor us. They're trying to financially attack us. They're trying to do everything they can to intimidate us to stop sharing the truth. But we're going to be pushing back, and the more resources we have to do so, uh, the better equipped we are to do so, if that makes sense. So thank you, guys. All right, what else? Uh, Paula. Hey, Paula. You said, my supervisor has asked us employees a Zoom staff meeting if we got vaccinated. Is this against HIPAA law? That's a great question. And uh, to, to my understanding, it is against HIPAA law. Uh, the, the issue though is, is that some of these things that are happening that we're seeing happening in our nation, our world, they're going around the law. They're going around the law, even with these ordinances during the pandemic and, you know, the quote unquote pandemic or whatnot, many of these ordinances are unconstitutional. I mean, just look at the first amendment. You know, we have the right to gather. We have the right to peacefully assemble. Um, that right was pretty much suspended or taken away, not constitutionally. It wasn't taken away from a legal standpoint, it was taken away basically because people adhered to ordinances and temporary rulings that were really not constitutional. So uh, a lot of what we're seeing right now, and, and you mentioned with your uh, employer, is is also the same type of thing where they're using the guise of COVID to basically go around our constitutional laws, our inalienable rights, our rights as individuals and rights as Americans. And they don't want us knowing our rights, but we also need to have people in public office defending us and standing up for these rights because if they allow them to do this and there's no enforcement mechanism then uh, we we often feel helpless we're not helpless because the constitution is on our side and the more americans that push back and the more americans that understand our constitutional rights our inalienable rights our rights as americans our rights that come from god uh, and and our constitution that's why they're trying to take out the constitution they don't like the constitution but that is the law of the land so I would, um, you know, I'm not a legal counsel, Paula, and I, I wish I could give you more legal uh, ways that you can push back, but I will tell you that we're willing to stand with you um, as an organization, and uh, I would like to continue to hear uh, how this gets resolved, and I, I think it's very troubling that they're asking if you got vaccinated. I think that's uh, really invasive, and I do think that you have a legal standing personally uh, to push back against that. So maybe we can talk offline uh, and let's communicate and see a way that we can maybe uh, answer that better. But uh, it is unconstitutional, but it, it is happening, unfortunately, if that makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said, Mike Lindell's social media site will be open next week. Yes, it will. His social media site is called Frank Speech. Uh, that is one of two major sites that's going to be released in the next few months. Uh, I suggest we all get on Frank Speech. I suggest, you know, I'm going to have uh, my content on there, and I know many others are. And uh, this is very important for us. It's an important thing that we're going to be able to have this free speech opportunity platform. Uh, and there are others out there. I know there are others out there right now, Parler and, uh, you know, MeWe and all these different ones. And I know people say MeWe is not really a good site, and it's not. I don't, I don't really like it. Uh, but there is CloudHub that's out there. Um, there's Gab. Gab is owned by a Christian uh, so there are some other alternative sites, but I think that a large scale site like what um, Lindell, Mr. Lindell is trying to put together is, is going to be great. And uh, I think it's going to be something that we all can use to our advantage and it'll uh, definitely solve some of these issues and problems that we've been dealing with. Uh, let me read from Michelle here. Michelle, you're saying, uh, Todd, my father passed away over the summer from COVID. After many discussions with his doctors at Northwestern Hospital in Chicago, they openly said they have no idea what's going on. They doubted he truly had COVID and questioned the line of treatment that was recommended from the CDC. Fossey, who, and CDC have blood on their hands. If Fossey supported the Wuhan Labs misguided viral play, uh, why then he should be brought with a class action lawsuit from families like my own? 
So I'm hearing a lot of this, Michelle, and I, I do not disagree with you. I absolutely agree. I think that at some point, there may be an opportunity for a class action. But what would need to happen, and I'll give an example. So we've been censored quite a bit from Facebook. We've been censored from other social media sites. It's frustrating. We, we have our largest following on some of these sites, and many people say they don't see my videos. Often my videos are taken down. Uh, often I get uh, notifications from Facebook saying various things, uh, why they're censoring me or you know what they're going to take down this video. They're going to limit my distribution. My site, can't we can't run any ads. We can't monetize it. All these different things that other people can do. And uh, I would love to sue them. And we have lawyers that literally work with us. And so I, I often say I think that's why they haven't taken me down yet because they know I have high-level lawyers that are willing to stand with me and uh, they'd, they'd have quite a fight on their hands. The issue, though, is, is right now there's no what's called case precedent. We don't have case precedent yet. Now, as you're hearing, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the Congress with regard to social media sites. And so there is talk of Section 230, and there's talk, uh, I think Clarence Thomas just came out with a, a very scathing article against the censorship of social media and all that. You know, So there's a, there's a framework that's being built, but there's still not case precedent when it comes to the censorship of social media sites. Now, how does that have anything to do with what you're asking me? Well, that's the same thing. Is, is, uh, so you know, for social media, I'll just tell you real quick, there's a couple of people right now, Candace Owens, others, that are suing Facebook and other, other social media tech companies. And if there was a ruling in that particular case that would then rule in favor of Candace or whoever it is that's suing, that would be what's known as case precedent. Then we could use that. So there always has to be like a forerunner or somebody out there that wins the battle uh, and then it opens a can of worms. So there's something that they call the vaccine court and the vaccine court, it, it shields a lot of these companies uh, from, you know, if anything were to happen with the vaccine, it's not like uh, their, their liability is, is shielded by a different court system than uh, what would normally be a liability to a company, especially a medical company. So uh, with regard to COVID, there's a lot of different things. The medical community is really good at this in establishing, you know, riders and, and different things that they can kind of use to protect what they say is protecting themselves. Uh, but really, um, you know, what they did was wrong. And you're absolutely right. There should be some type of class action. And many, many people, it would be a wrongful death suit. And, uh, you know, to my, from my vantage point, I think that they're very vulnerable to that. The problem is there has to be some type of case precedent. So, uh, you know, and I'm very sorry for what happened to your father. It's awful. It's happened to so many people. My heart breaks uh, I'm praying for you. I just want you to know it absolutely just hits me really to the core because I've seen this with people that are very near and dear to me and uh, they weren't even able to see their parents or whatnot before they died, their parent, their aunt, their whoever it was. Uh, many people weren't even able to see them and uh, they, they died, you know, and, and so it's a very difficult situation. Awful, horrible, should never happen in America. It goes against our constitution. And so I'm in absolute agreement with you where I would love to see some type of class action open, but at this time, there needs to be case precedent. Now, could you be the person that sets the case precedent? Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to go in and, and find a lawyer that's willing to take that type of case and, you know, sue, uh, you know, I think that you would have a case that, that may very well uh, be a groundbreaking case. And somebody needs to be that person. Maybe it's you, maybe it's somebody else. Somebody needs to be the, the forerunner, the groundbreaker, if you will, and um, it would have to be somebody that's anointed by God that is literally, you know, going to go in there and have great favor and anointing to break the system, to go up against the system and to be able to bring this type of case and then win it, have standing, have merit, like I said earlier, win the case. And then and then that would open a can of worms for all the other people. So, you know, I get the question every day. I'm getting asked more and more. People say, can we sue? Can we do a class action? The answer is yes, you can, but you know it, it's an uphill battle. I'm not going to lie to you, but for the person that's willing to be the groundbreaking person, and if you believe God's called you to do it and you find a lawyer that's willing to take the case and you go through it and you have standing and you have merit and you win based on the Constitution, then you could open a can of worms that would then allow for a class action or some type of large-scale case that would really bring down this whole system. So is it possible? It's possible, and, and there are people that do it. Um, let's see, Terry, you said, uh, what's new in the election cases? Well, there's a lot of things. 
This is a very critical week for Arizona. Please be praying uh, for what's going on in Arizona. Uh, as that continues to go forward, there's some forensic audits and different things that are happening with the machines. There's a lot of uh, state legislators that are doing um, uh, you know, new legislation. Uh, it just happened in Texas. It happened in Georgia. It's happening in other states where they're making it much more difficult for the fraud to take place. They're, they're requiring voter ID. This is what the Major League Baseball and Delta Airlines and all the woke companies have gone crazy about. And uh, they're, they're mad because what? Because you have to use voter ID. And I, and I love when they try to say like it's uh, disenfranchising to African-Americans. I have a ton of African-American friends and all of them have ID. So I don't know how, why African-Americans, for some reason, they're trying to say that African-American people can't get IDs. Well, I think African-American people are pretty smart people and uh, they're businessmen, they're professionals, they're Americans, just like all of us. And I guarantee you they can get an ID. So that's a, it's a cop-out, it's a lie. And uh, that's meant to incite division and to make it look like there's some type of racism going on when, you know, these same airlines require you to have an ID to get on the airplanes. How silly is that? So you got to have an ID to get on the airplane. And oh, by the way, they want you to have a vaccine passport too. But uh, for some reason, it's disenfranchising when you ask for an ID to vote for the president of the United States. Doesn't make any sense. I think you see it. I see it. But we got to win in the court of public opinion and we got to continue to push this so more and more people get it. Uh, Catherine, you asked, when are the corrupt cabal going to be held accountable? Well, that's a huge question that many, many people are asking. It's a good question. Um, you know, I, I wish I could tell you it would happen tomorrow. I do think, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, uh, but I think there is some things that are going on behind the scenes more than people understand. Uh, but I think, you know, the, the wheels of justice take time. I know many people have kind of written off the United States. They think we're done. We're going into socialism, communism. The U.S. is done. That's it. We might as well just surrender and put up the white flag. I am of a different uh, opinion on that. My view is, is that I'm still able to speak freely. Uh, Facebook may take me down. They may blow up my account. Twitter may do it. But guess what? We're already finding solutions to that. I have a website. I have a podcast. I have a radio show. And guess what? There's a bunch of different places where you can find the content that I'm putting out. So thank God, you know, I'm still able to speak freely. And I believe that America is going to repent that we need to repent, uh, but that we're not meant to be a Sodom and Gomorrah where we're destroyed. I do not believe we're going to become like communist China. I do not believe we're going to become uh, like Cuba or Venezuela. I know that we're very close. We're flirting with that. We're literally on the cusp of destruction. I get it. Our economy is being tested. Everything's being tested. You look at these laws that the Biden quote unquote administration are trying to put through and it gets very scary stuff, all of it. But I still believe that we're not done as long as we have breath in our lungs and we get up every day and we, we, have, we put on the full armor of God and we contend for our country and we speak life and we intercede and we pray. And, and this is literally like a Bible story, guys. We're like living through like a Bible story. And right now there's hills and valleys in life. You know, there's hills and valleys. And I've been through some mountaintop experiences and I've been through some valley experiences. And when you're in the valley, it seems like you've lost and you want to give up and you're tired. And what does the Bible say? It says, do not grow weary in doing good. So as much as it's exhausting spiritually, and I know you guys can see it on me. I'm exhausted. I've been exhausted. We're out here fighting every single day. And I'd love to see the cabal and all those guys handcuffed and thrown in jail. And I, I'm believing that there's justice because God is a God of justice and more and more people are waking up every day and more and more people see what's happening and we need to continue to just get it out there and wake people up and pray for our nation and I believe God is going to expose what's been done in darkness. That's what we're standing on. That's what we're believing and we're going to keep believing that and uh, keep speaking it and, and I just believe God is not done with America. We got to remember that America was founded on Judeo-Christian values, founded on Christian values, founded on the word of God. I have a, I don't have it in the room with me here, but we, 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 you know, we, we have an Aiken Bible, which is the initial, original, first printed Bible in the United States. And this was used in Congress. Uh, they, were, they were speaking out the scripture. They were praying. They were, they were exalting the name of Jesus in our Congress. This nation is founded on you know, Christian values. And uh, so I believe that's what's different than these other communist countries is that this country was dedicated to Jesus Christ. And I don't think he's just going to let it go. I think that God is going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. We have to keep standing. We have to keep going. And we can't give up. And so I'm believing that those cabal people, Catherine, are going to be held accountable. And we're believing that in Jesus' name. Amen. And we're going to do everything we can to make that happen. 
let's see here. Uh, Kimmy said they've thrown out all of it saying no standing. I know. I hear you. And that's a lot, a lot of what they're doing. Um, Brenda, yes, getting the majority of the country to see the truth. That's right. Uh, Kimmy said makes sense, but no one will hear it and rule again the fraud. You know, I, I know what, you're, what you guys are saying. I get it. Um, I understand that it, it can be dis, disheartening. It can be, uh, what's the word? They want us disenfranchised. They want us to give up. They want us to feel defeated. But we're not defeated. And we got to remember who's on our side. The God of heaven and earth, the creator of all things is on our side. And when we pray, it activates something. What did God say? He says that our battle's not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. So we need to put on the former of God and get up every single day, ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do to be effective for the kingdom today? What can I do to be the best remnant warrior that I can be and keep pressing ahead and don't let that discouragement take root in our heart? We've all been in tough places in our life before. We're going through it collectively as a country right now in a very tough situation. It looks like, you know, it's very grim, very upsetting. Many people are very discouraged, but we have to keep pushing ahead and remember the God that we serve. He's the God that literally, remember David, slingshot and took down Goliath. We're going to be able to do that too. I truly believe it. I'm speaking it out. Uh, Brenda, you said, uh, have you heard they're trying to bring something in the change of the HIPAA law? Well, I haven't heard that, um, but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if that's happening. Um, let me see if we can find some other questions here. Wendy, you said there are too many social media sites out there now. We need a big one to replace Facebook or we'll be divided among too many. Yeah, that's a concern for sure. And I actually had that conversation this morning with somebody. But I will tell you this. I think Mike Lindell's and uh, President Trump's are going to be pretty substantial sites. Um, I know that uh, I wish that they would collaborate together and it would just be one big site, but uh, there must be a reason why things are going the way they are. We have had Twitter and Facebook, so you know we've had two before. There are a lot of other smaller ones, but we really need one that's going to be a real robust site. Uh, obviously, President Trump, the site that he's working on, that's going to be huge because he's got millions and millions of followers that will follow him. And honestly, Mike Lindell is a very influential guy, especially in our movement. A lot of people respect him, and I think a lot of people are going to go on that site as well. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. Catherine, you said husband attended funeral of healthy elderly person died two days after second vaccine. Yeah, I mean, listen, guys, study research. I, I am um, definitely not uh, happy with some of the pastors that have come out and, and encouraged their flock and people that listen to them to take the vaccine. I don't think that's the proper thing for a pastor to be doing. Uh, what I think is the right thing to do is to say, you know, listen, you guys, the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. If you're a follower of Christ, uh, go to the Lord, ask his Holy Spirit, Lord, should I be taking this? Is this something that you have for me? And I believe the Lord will speak to you and give you direction and wisdom on that. But do your research and know what you're getting yourself into. Don't blindly trust the government because the government has let us down many times. Amen. Uh, Karen, thank you. Thank you so much. Prayers from Clifford, Ontario. Thank you. And we're praying for you up in Canada. I've been speaking to a lot of people in Canada about what's been going on up there. I just want you guys to know you're in our thoughts, you're in our prayers. We stand with you. Uh, Charles, you said, I would love to know your thoughts on the vaccine spiritually. I have a lot of reservations. You know, again, I mean, personally, do I feel good about it? No. And I'll tell you why. And I, and I know I've heard all the stories. I've heard all the different stories. And, and I'm not here to like I said, it's not my uh, my position. I don't feel it's the right thing for me to force my opinion or my views on you. And I know that Facebook will probably take me down if I do anyways. But I would just say use wisdom. You know, look into these companies that are putting out these vaccines. Do they have a track record? Do they have history? Uh, you know, what is this new type of vaccine? When What is it actually doing? You know, could there be complications? Are people experiencing complications? Um, you know, have people died? All of these are relevant questions that we need to be asking. And, you know, do we trust our own immune system? You know, did, did God make us good enough or do we need the help of man and science? I mean, you know, and I get it. Some medications are a blessing and they get rid of disease. And I'm not against all medications and different things. But I just say use wisdom and, uh, and don't just go into it blind. That would be my advice is use wisdom. You know, trust what, you know, a lot of times you have a feeling in your gut. You know, and, and a lot of times that feeling in your gut is actually the Holy Spirit speaking and giving you discernment and wisdom. So, Trust that. If you have a, a, a check in your spirit, there's probably a reason why you have a check in your spirit. Why do you have a check in your spirit? And so that's what I would say is, is discern, 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 discern. Use discernment, use wisdom. And that's going to be the best way forward. 
Um, let's see what else we got on here. Uh, sorry, coming on late. No worries. Welcome, Sue. Uh, Brenda, you said, let's see, are you getting the vaccine, Pastor Todd? Um, I do not have uh, plans to do so. I do not have plans to do so. Uh, let's see what else. Um, is it all about illegals not allowed to vote? Um, oh, it's all about illegals not allowed to vote. Well, you know, a lot of the thing that's going on on the border, just so you guys know, is is the Democrats and the deep state would love to flood our country for various reasons. One of them is for their globalist agenda. And uh, all you have to do is look what happened in uh, in Europe, uh, you know, with all the, uh, the, the the migrants that came to Europe uh, during the Arab Spring. That was all orchestrated. All those things were orchestrated to, um, you know, achieve a goal of what, what they would like to do. If you take it back from a spiritual standpoint, you know, go back to the Tower of Babel and Nimrod. Remember what they were trying to do? They were trying to be gods, be like God, build a tower to heaven. And what did they try to do? They tried to make a one world government, basically. It was the same spirit of Antichrist. So fast forward till today. Now, remember at that time, God scattered the people all around the world and gave them different languages and things like that. Well, now we're, we're literally, this is the first time in history where what's happening is the demonic, because the hour is so late, is they're trying to bring us back to that same thing that they tried to attempt to do in, in Nimrod, you know, with Nimrod in, this, in the Tower of Babel, is they're trying to bring a one world global government and, uh, and, and another, uh, you know, thing that they would do in trying to accomplish that is, is get rid of, um, you know, culture and get rid of everything and just make it one big mess, one big, you know, uh, mixture. That's what they want. And, and eventually they'll try to institute a one world religion. You know, they have a world bank, they have a world court, they have the United Nations, they have an infrastructure for global governance. This is all planned stuff, guys, and, and study it and understand what they are attempting to do. And when we understand that, then we understand why the Biden administration, who's just a puppet administration, is literally out there doing what they're trying to do because they're trying to flood our country to get rid of our uh, sovereignty, to, to make us, you know, one of many. They want to collapse the system so that they can rebuild. They want more government. They want us to look to government for, you know, answers and, you know, everything that we need in life. They're, they're asking, you know, the government is their God instead of Jesus, instead of Christ. We're, we, that's why we're separate. We're, we're not, we can't agree with that. We can't align with that because we know it's a spirit of antichrist. So from a spiritual standpoint, I hope I'm making sense, but from a spiritual standpoint, that's what they're trying to do here. It's the same thing. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. It's literally the same thing they've been trying to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeannie, you said, I'm not getting the experimental shot. It's not FDA approved. That's correct. Very, very wise. Uh, Brenda, please research hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, budenicide. You don't need the vaccine. Good, good commentary there, Brenda. Uh, Sheila, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and appreciate you tremendously. Uh, Kim, you said capital is ignoring our constitution. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, that's what they're doing, basically. Uh, Paula, there are things going on behind the scenes. Believe it. Amen. I believe that, Paula. And uh, with all my research and the different things that we've kind of been able to you know, see from a, a kind of a different vantage point of, of investigative journalism and having a lot of meetings and different things. I would say there is there is stuff going on behind the scenes. And to have hope, uh, don't just listen to the doom and gloom stuff. Have hope and know that God is moving and uh, he is going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. And just don't lose hope, guys. Don't lose hope, please. Uh, thank you, uh, Toravel. Uh, thank you for that kind word. Uh, Trina, thank you. Bless you. Thank you for your comment, Trina. And uh, God's not done with America. Todd, what is the cabal? Okay, so Polly's asking a question. What is the cabal? So cabal is a, is a loose term that we use for the deep state. Um, it's basically just people that are in the shadow government, the deep state, the the, the people that are kind of pulling the strings behind the scenes, especially uh, when we, we call it a cabal leader like Joe Biden or um, Barack Obama is in office. You, you know, you see all of a sudden it's the military industrial complex. They're pushing for foreign wars. Um, they don't like the Constitution. They don't like religious liberty and freedoms. They don't like sovereignty. And so Americans are seeing this. They're trying to understand what's going on. So anybody that's part of that group, that globalist group, uh, they're referred to as the cabal. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, Capital is illegal, ran by traitors and treasonous. Amen. A lot of, lot of people are traitors there for sure. Uh, but we have to be careful because they want to label us as domestic terrorists. They want to label us as, uh, you know, crazy people that are out there and, uh, you know, dangerous. And so we need to make sure that we don't fall into their trap. Uh, I never condone violence. Uh, I'm a person of peace. 
a person of God. Uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We, we pray in the spirit. We, we, you know, I believe kind of like, remember Martin Luther King? You know, what did he do? He wasn't out there doing violent, you know, protests. He was just standing. And this is what we need to do. We need to take a stand up for righteousness, uh, you know, to, to, to live and, and, and preach the full Bible, to be bold and unafraid, to wake people up. Uh, you know, I, of course, if the battle comes to our front door, what are we going to do? I mean, obviously, we have to stand. And, and it is coming to our front door. But uh, we can't condone violence. And, um, and so just, you know, we need to be careful with that because they will come for me if I start doing that. You guys know that. Um, okay, Vicki, you said, I heard today Wisconsin is reviewing the election fraud. I hope something comes out. There's a lot of states that are reviewing the election fraud. This is not done. This is continuing. And uh, that's what I want everybody to understand out there. This continues. This is, this is still an ongoing fight. They want you to feel like it's done. They want you to feel like there's no hope and there's no ways. But that's simply untrue because I know many of these warriors that are fighting and standing. So continue to stand, continue to fight. Amen. Uh, continue to pray. All right. What else is uh, on here? It says, so if I pray, all evil in government are imploded. Is that? <laughs> Amen, Kim. Uh, the New World Order, the Deep State. Yep. Good, good answer. Um, need to do online church, my brother. Oh, thank you, Kim. Well, many people are asking that, and I think we're going to start doing it because a lot of people are asking for that, and uh, we just want to be uh, used by the Lord, and we just feel so humbled that uh, God has brought together this remnant group. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing, and this is truly God. It's, it's the Lord, what he's doing here. And uh, it's many, many years of prayer and time in the house of prayer. And uh, it's just amazing what God is doing in our nation. I believe there's going to be a powerful move of God. I believe there's going to be a great awakening. And uh, we're just saying yes to the Lord, yes to his Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for saying that. Um, Kathy said, is the Texas, Texas Governor Abbott's executive order that is against vaccine passports with teeth or without teeth? I think the Texas order and the Florida order do have teeth. So it's the one that I was referring to earlier is the Tennessee one which doesn't seem to have teeth at this point. So we need to continue to fight uh, in some of these states that, you know, at least the governors are talking about it, uh, but there needs to be more done. With Florida, a uh, very, very good bill. Uh, Texas, it appears to be as well. So that's good stuff. Um, I have a links for Vax Info. Okay, awesome, Cam. Put it out there. So they, if I put it out there, they'll take me down. Uh, but I appreciate you. Uh, let's see what else we got. Will, will one of these new platforms be able to replace Facebook? Well, that's the goal, Sue. And we're, we're praying that's the case. Uh, of course, a lot of that's going to be determined by if uh, we the people actually do it. So we got, we got to follow through. We got to get on those sites. I know, listen, guys, I know it's annoying to set up a whole new site. You know, I get it. You got to find all your friends again. And you know, it's a process, you know, building the face. Listen, that's why I'm still on Facebook. You know, it took us years to build the following and the different things that we have on here. And, you know, just to walk away, it's like, man, but, you know, the thing is, is tomorrow they could literally get do away with my site. I'm a pastor in the United States of America that works for the Religious Liberty Coalition. You know, literally, I mean, that's what my nonprofit is, is, you know, we're standing for religious liberty and freedom when, you know, yet, yet what are we going to do? It's like, and they're trying to censor us. We have to migrate. We have to get on these other sites. We have to do it so that we can speak freely and not be censored. We've been living, guys, we've been living on their platforms. We've been living in their world. Think about it. When you watch TV at night or when you, you know, your kids watch a movie or whatever, we're, we're, we're following a lot of these organizations, Hollywood, you know, the big corporations, big tech. They're all run by leftist communists. Think about it. They're all leftist communist socialists that are trying to censor our voices. So we have to get out of Babylon. We've got to go on to our own sites. We've got to understand the implications of this. Otherwise, we're not going to have free speech. We're going we're gonna to be a victim of their censorship, if that makes sense, right? Bill, you said, I live in Canada and things are going downhill very fast. I, I keep hearing those reports, Bill, and I'm so sorry. And we're all really in this together as the remnant body of Christ. I mean, our brothers and sisters in Canada, the UK, I get uh, all kinds of letters from Japan, Australia. You know, people are telling me we're going through this too. And we're having the same issue here. And, you know, they're, they've already come for our guns and this, and you know, so I get it. This is a global situation. Go back to the World Economic Forum. If you go onto their website and you do the research, 
you'll see this is a global plan. This is a global plan by what I call the central planners. And that's what they're trying to push us into is this new world order. This is the next stage of their agenda, the next stage of their plan. And that's why there, there's all these different silos and it seems like they're all operating independently. But when we use our discernment and we start studying and researching, we realize, wait a minute, these are synonymous. These are actually all happening together. And they're happening for a reason in an overarching agenda that's far more than what they're telling us. So that's what it means to be awake when we come out of the matrix and we understand, wow, this is way bigger than I ever could have imagined. And, and what help does it do if we know about it? Well, of course, it's a good thing that we know about it, but you know, we need to be active and we need to have an action plan and a strategy. And that's what we're trying to do. And thank you to those that are supporting us and helping us in this fight because we are the tip of the spear. I mean, there's many that are the tip of the spear, but we're also one of those people. We may be a smaller tip, but we're a tip. And we're out there fighting, and, and thank you that you help us in this fight. Because many people ask me, what can I do? Well, of course, you can do many different things. You can help us and stand with us and pray for us and be out there yourselves and have all the different meetings and meet with your representatives. But you know, if, if you feel helpless and you don't know what you can do, you know, one thing you can do is help us in our efforts as well because we definitely need it. You know, uh, Let's see here. What else we got? You guys are awesome, by the way. Awesome, awesome. Very important for everyone to pray. Hedge of protection around our families, our friends, and our country. Pray so much. It's a big hedge. Yes, Amy, we need that prayer. We need that protection. We're praying for you. Uh, anytime you want to drop me an email uh, for a prayer request, uh, would love it. Uh, Todd.coconado at rlcus.org, religiouslibertycoalition.org, and uh, would be happy to uh, pray with you and pray for you. And we so much appreciate your prayers, and you're absolutely right. Uh, when is the next Remnant Warriors call? Thank you, Trina, for asking. Um, so I have to go down to Florida, uh, and I also have to go to um, Oklahoma. And so I'm going to be traveling these next few weeks, but we'll definitely get a call in. Uh, just give me a little bit of time here to kind of figure it out, and, uh, and we'll get it set up, okay? Uh, Gina, you said, I don't have a question for you, but I just wanted to tell you that I thank God for your everyday, Pastor Todd. Wow, Gina. That just means the world. And thank you for the great state of uh, Kansas. Uh, Kansas in the house. Hallelujah. And uh, appreciate you, Gina. This is the only way that we're able to do what we do is, is by your prayers, your support. Uh, just means the absolute world to us. And thank you so, so much. Um, Amy, Amy, Amy. You said God is bigger than government. Believe in him. Trust in him. Amen, Amy. I'm going to get you on here and because uh, you're a remnant warrior. Woo! That's what we need to hear, that kind of, that kind of talk. Uh, Sue, I was thinking to the, the platforms are going to be more like Twitter. So to my understanding, I think Mike Lindell's is kind of like a combination of Twitter and YouTube. I think President Trump's is going to be more like a Facebook. So maybe that'll be a good thing. They're a little bit different. Uh, but we'll have to see how this all kind of develops. And by the way, I, I don't know the full details about the whole Trump situation with the social media, but I'll tell you it's extensive. And they've really thought this through. And, uh, and I think everybody's going to be impressed. When this comes out, I think they're all going to be like, wow, this is pretty amazing stuff. Um, Karen, we're grateful for you, truly grateful for you, and glad you found uh, a remnant church. That's awesome. Uh, Kim, Taiwan is in danger. That's right. They, the Chinese, uh, which we warned about during the election, uh, Joe Biden, as you guys know, has been in bed with the, the Chinese Communist Party and, and business dealings with Hunter. And uh, remember, Bobolinsky came out and exposed all this stuff. And you know, a lot of people have, have really put their you know their safety and life online to try to get this information out there. Uh, so now it's you know, from what we understand, at least it looks like or appears to be that the Biden administration is in uh, control. Uh, you know, I mean, it appears to be that way. Excuse me. Uh, but, you know, we'll have to see how this all develops. But, but you know, we knew that uh, with Biden in there, he was basically a puppet to China, that he was going to be, uh, you know, at the very least, uh, extremely easy on China as they uh, continue to push very hard for their uh, agenda, which, you know, just look into the One Belt, One Road, um, look into what they're trying to accomplish from a global uh, trade standpoint, from a, from a military standpoint. They're quick, quickly escalating their military, their navy. Um, China is a major threat to the United States. They take our, uh, you know, our intellectual property. They, they, they copy our stuff. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And President Trump was fighting back with tariffs and, and doing the right thing. And, and you know, so uh, now we have a very bad situation, unfortunately. All right. Uh, but that doesn't mean we can't win. It doesn't mean we can't win. Uh, Trina, you said the cabal points their finger at God. 
and saying that he wants to control us when it's really them. Well, of course, because they're always going to misdirect. That's what the devil does. And you're absolutely right. Spot on. That's what the devil does. He's always trying to, you know, remember in the Garden of Eden, what did he do, right? You know, and, oh, did God really say you can't eat that? He's always trying to put questions and doubts in our minds and, you know, make us feel like we've been, you know, we've lost and we're on the wrong side. And, hey, just come over with me and you'll be a winner. Well, no, then we'll lose our soul and we'll literally go to hell. So uh, I'm going to stay with the Lord and, and rule and reign with him for eternity. And uh, you know what? We're going to have some spiritual warfare, but that just means we're over the flack. You know, we're over the target. So we'll get some flack because we're flying over the target, right? Like World War II, you know, you're flying over the target. And yeah, you got some flack coming at you, but that just means you're close to the target. So I consider it a blessing. We're blessed. We're blessed if we're dealing with warfare. Even though warfare is intense, even though it's rough, we know we're blessed, right? Amen. Uh, I've been out of the matrix for quite some time. Well, praise God, Paula. That's huge. Uh, Bill, our strength comes from God. Amen. Tracy, I tried so hard to get into the Health and Freedom Conference, but they're sold out. Yeah, yeah. I think they had like uh, 60,000 people try to come. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you guys to those that are saying thank you. Appreciate you. You guys are huge. Thank you for your prayers. It means the world. Uh, still waiting to hear about your near-death experience. Thank you, Charles. I, I can't wait to share that. I was stabbed nine times. Um, and uh, I started writing a post. It was going to be a post uh, where I was going to give my testimony because, you know, once in a while I like to share, but it just turned into like so much more. And I said, how can I make this a post? And I just felt like it's time to write, you know, uh, what God has done in my life. And so I'm excited to, to bring that out sometime soon. And I thank you for asking about that. Uh, Brenda, you said, none of this surprises God. He is, has a plan. That's right. And, and that's the whole thing. The Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail. And we have to understand that we, the weapons of our warfare, I keep saying it, are not carnal. You know, our prayer is a powerful weapon. God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's with, with us even until the end of the age. So we're going to continue to fight and stand. And it is a, a battle between good versus evil. Um, so, yes, uh, they're having it live, Paula. Yes, that's true. Uh, but are they streaming it for free? Yes, they are. Uh, stay focused on Jesus. Amen. All right. I think I answered all the questions that I can see, but guys, just continue to, you know, spend that time with the Lord each day, get filled up, get recharged. I know the news can be depressing. I know it's, you know, it's like all bad news, but we got to remember we're in this world, but we're not of it. And God is still on the throne. He's never got off the throne. He's never lost one bit of his power. He's the creator of all things, heaven and earth. He's going to get us through this time. And any of you that have been through mountaintop and valley experiences in your life, you know, it's not always, you know, you're not always at the mountaintop in life. And so right now we've, we've hit a, a season where my goodness, you know, it seems like everything's falling apart and, you know, we can get, you know, depressed and, and feel oppressed, but we got to remember who we are in Christ. And we got to remember just like Job, you know, the story is not over yet. I believe we're going to receive a double portion anointing. Those that are willing to stand that are in the Gideon's 300, you guys are standing and God is anointing you and giving you dreams and visions for a time as this. He's connecting the remnant body of Christ. He's keeping us awake. He's, he's giving us divine strategy, divine understanding and wisdom. And so just continue to press ahead and speak life and stay encouraged and remember who you are in Christ. And I am telling you, we're going to win. We're going to win. So thank you for standing with us. And we love you guys and appreciate you. And remember that God that created everything, heaven and earth, he's on our side. He's with us even until the end of the age. And he's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. So love you guys and bless you and appreciate you. And uh, we'll, we'll come again alive, uh, live soon. But in the meantime, just uh, continue to, to stand. And, and if you need anything, reach out. I love you guys. Appreciate you. And we'll talk soon. God bless.